Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast where we read through the whole Bible every year. We follow the weekly Torah portions and we read through um, portions from the prophets, the writings, and the apostles daily as well. I'm Johanna, your reader today. Today is Wednesday, the 28th of June, and the 9th of Tammuz on the Hebrew calendar. Today in history, the Babylonians broke through the walls of Jerusalem, Jeremiah 39.2 and 2 Kings 25.1. In the fourth month, in the ninth day of the month, the city wall was breached. Then all the officials of the king of Babylon came in and sat down at the middle gate. The 9th of Tammuz was originally a fast day, but it was moved after the Romans broke through the walls on the 17th of Tammuz, year 70 CE. This week, our parasha, our portion from the Torah, is called Chukat Balak. So it's a double portion, and that means statute and balak. Today we're going to start in Numbers 21.21 through 22.12, but first we'll take a moment to bless God and thank Him for His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Then Israel sent messengers to Sihon, king of the Amorites, saying, Let me pass through your land. We will not turn away into field or vineyard. We will not drink of the water of the wells. We will go by the king's highway until we have passed your border. Sihon would not allow Israel to pass through his border, but Sihon gathered all his people together and went out against Israel into the wilderness and came to Yahaz. He fought against Israel. Israel struck him with the edge of the sword and possessed his land from the Arnon to the Yabok, even to the children of Ammon, for the border of the children of Ammon was fortified. Israel took all these cities. Israel lived in all the cities of the Amorites, in Heshbon and in all its villages. For Heshbon was the city of Sihon, the king of the Amorites, who had fought against the former king of Moab and taken all his land out of his hand, even to the Arnon. Therefore, those who speak in Proverbs say, Come to Heshbon, let the city of Sihon be built and established, for a fire has gone out of Heshbon, a flame from the city of Sihon. It has devoured Ar of Moab, the lords of the high places of the Arnon. Woe to you, Moab! You are undone, people of Chemosh. He has given his sons as fugitives and his daughters into captivity. To Sihon, king of the Amorites, we have shot at them. Cheshbon has perished even to Divon, and we have laid waste even to Nofa, which reaches to Medeva. Thus Israel lived in the land of the Amorites. 
Moshe sent to spy out Yatzel. They took its villages and drove out the Amorites who were there. They turned and went up by the way of Bashan. Og, the king of Bashan, went out against them, he and all his people, to battle at Edrei. But the Lord said to Moshe, Do not fear him, for I have delivered him into your hand, with all his people and his land. You shall do to him as you did to Sihon, king of the Amorites, who lived at Cheshbon. So they struck him with his sons and all his people, until there were no survivors, and they possessed his land. Then the sons of Israel traveled and camped in the plains of Moab, beyond the Yarden at Yericho. And Balak, the son of Zippor, saw all that Israel had done to the Amorites. And Moab was very afraid of the people, because they were many. Moab was distressed because of the sons of Israel. And Moab said to the elders of Midian, Now this multitude will lick up all that is around us, as the ox licks up the grass of the field. Balak, the son of Tipo, was king of Moab at that time. He sent messengers to Bilam, the son of Beor, to Ptol, which is by the river, to the land of the children of his people, to call him, saying, Behold, there is a people who came out of Egypt. Behold, they cover the surface of the earth, and they are staying opposite me. Please, Come now, therefore, and curse this people for me, for they are too mighty for me. Perhaps I shall prevail that we may strike them, and that I may drive them out of the land. For I know that he whom you bless is blessed, and he whom you curse is cursed. The elders of Moab and the elders of Midian departed with the rewards of divination in their hand. And they came to Bilam and spoke to him the words of Balak. He said to them, Lodge here this night, and I will bring you word again, as the Lord shall speak to me. So the princes of Moab stayed with Bilam. Then God came to Bilam and said, Who are these men with you? Bilam said to God, Balak the son of Tipo, king of Moab, has said to me, Behold, the people that has come out of Egypt covers the surface of the earth. Now come curse me them. Perhaps I shall be able to fight against them and shall drive them out. God said to Bilam, You shall not go with them. You shall not curse the people, for they are blessed. That was Numbers, or Bamidbar, 21, 21 through 22, 12. Our portion today from the prophets is Yahu or Jeremiah 51. This is what the Lord says, Behold, I will raise up against Babel and against those who dwell in Lev Kamai, a destroying wind. I will send to Babel strangers who will winnow her. They will empty her land. For in the day of trouble they will be against her all around. Against him who bends, let the archer bend his bow. Also, against him who lifts himself up in his coat of mail. Do not spare her young men, 
utterly destroy all her army. They will fall down slain in the land of the Kastim, and thrust through in her streets. For Israel is not forsaken, nor Yehuda, by his God, by the Lord of hosts, though their land is full of guilt against the Holy One of Israel. Flee out of the middle of Babel, everyone save his own life. Do not be cut off in her iniquity, for it is the time of the vengeance of the Lord. He will render to her a recompense. Babel has been a golden cup in the hand of the Lord, who made all the earth drunk. The nations have drunk of her wine. Therefore the nations have gone mad. Babel has suddenly fallen and been destroyed. Wail for her. Take balm for her pain. Perhaps she may be healed. We would have healed Babel, but she is not healed. Forsake her, and let us each go into his own country. For her judgment reaches to heaven and is lifted up even to the skies. The Lord has produced our righteousness. Come, and let us declare in Zion the work of the Lord our God. Make the arrows sharp, hold the shields firmly. The Lord has stirred up the spirit of the kings of the Medes, because his purpose is against Babel to destroy it, for it is the vengeance of the Lord, the vengeance of his temple. Set up a standard against the walls of Babel, make the watch strong, set the watchmen, and prepare the ambushes. For the Lord has both purposed and done that which he spoke concerning the inhabitants of Babel. You who dwell on many waters, abundant in treasures, your end has come, the measure of your covetousness. The Lord of hosts has sworn by himself, Surely I will fill you with men as with locusts, and they will lift up a shout against you. He has made the earth by his power. He has established the world by his wisdom. By his understanding, he has stretched out the heavens. When he utters his voice, there is a roar of waters in the heavens, and he causes the vapors to ascend from the ends of the earth. He makes lightning for the rain and brings the wind out of his treasuries. Every man has become brutish without knowledge. Every goldsmith is disappointed by his image, for his molten image is falsehood, and there is no breath in them. They are vanity, a work of delusion. In the time of their visitation, they will perish. The portion of Yaakov is not like these, for he is the former of all things, including the tribe of his inheritance. The Lord of hosts is his name. You are my battle axe and weapons of war. With you, I will break the nations into pieces. With you, I will destroy kingdoms. With you, I will break in pieces the horse and his rider. With you, I will break in pieces the chariot and its rider. With you, I will break in pieces man and woman. With you I will break in pieces the old man and the youth. With you I will break in pieces the young man and the virgin. 
With you I will break in pieces the shepherd and his flock. With you I will break in pieces the farmer and his yoke. With you I will break in pieces the governors and deputies. I will render to Bavel and to all the inhabitants of the Kastim for all their evil that they have done in Zion in your sight, says the Lord. Behold, I am against you, destroying mountain, says the Lord, which destroys all the earth. I will stretch out my hand on you, roll you down from the rocks, and will make you a burned mountain. They will not take a cornerstone from you, nor a stone for foundations, but you will be desolate forever, says the Lord. Set up a standard in the land, blow the shofar among the nations, prepare the nations against her. Call together against her the king kingdoms of Ararat, Mini, and Ashkenaz. Appoint a marshal against her. Cause the horses to come up like rough locusts. Prepare against her the nations, the kings of the Medes, its governors and all its deputies, and all the land of their dominion. The land trembles and is in pain. For the purpose of the Lord against Bavel stand, to make the land of Bavel a desolation without inhabitant. The mighty men of Bavel have stopped fighting. They remain in their strongholds. Their might has failed. They have become as women. Her dwelling places are set on fire. Her bars are broken. One runner will run to meet another, and one messenger to meet another to show the king of Bavel that his city is taken on every side. So the passages are seized. They have burned the reeds with fire. The men of war are frightened. For this is what the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, says. The daughter of Bavel is like a threshing floor at the time when it is trodden. Yet a little while, and the time of harvest comes for her. Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Bavel, has devoured me. He has crushed me. He has made me an empty vessel. Like a monster, he has swallowed me up. He has filled his mouth with my delicacies. He has cast me out. May the violence done to me and to my flesh be on Bavel, the inhabitant of Zion will say. May my blood be on the inhabitants of Kastim. Yerushalayim will say. Therefore this is what the Lord says, Behold, I will plead your cause and take vengeance for you. I will dry up her sea and make her fountain dry. Bavel will become heaps, a dwelling place for jackals, an astonishment and a hissing without inhabitant. They will roar together like young lions. They will growl as lions' cubs. When they are heated, I will make their feast, and I will make them drunk, that they may rejoice and sleep a perpetual sleep, and not wake up, says the Lord. I will bring them down like lambs to the slaughter, like rams with male goats. How Sheshach is taken, how the praise of the whole earth is seized, how Bavel has become a desolation among the nations. The sea has come up on Bavel, 
she is covered with the multitude of its waves. Her cities have become a desolation, a dry land and a desert, a land in which no man dwells, no son of man passes by it. I will execute judgment on Bel in Bavel, and I will bring out of his mouth that which he has swallowed up. The nations will no longer flow to him. Yes, the wall of Bavel will fall. My people, go out of the midst of her, and each of you save yourselves from the fierce anger of the Lord. Do not let your heart faint. Do not fear for the rumor that will be heard in the land. For a rumor will come one year, and after that in another year, a rumor will come, and violence in the land, ruler against ruler. Therefore, behold, the days come that I will execute judgment on the engraved images of Bavel, and her whole land will be confounded. All her slain will fall in the middle of her. Then the heavens and the earth and all that is therein will sing for joy over Bavel, for the destroyers will come to her from the north, says the Lord. As Bavel has caused the slain of Israel to fall, so the slain of all the land will fall at Bavel. You who have escaped the sword, go, do not stand still. Remember the Lord from afar, and let Yerushalayim come into your mind. We are confounded, because we have heard reproach. Confusion has covered our faces, for strangers have come into the sanctuaries of the house of the Lord. Therefore, behold, the days come, says the Lord that I will execute judgment on her engraved images, and through all her land the wounded will groan. Though Bavel should mount up to heaven, and though she should fortify the height of her strength, yet destroyers will come to her from me, says the Lord. The sound of a cry comes from Bavel, and of great destruction from the land of the Kastim. For the Lord lays Bavel waste, and destroys out of her the great voice. Their waves roar like many waters, the noise of their voice is uttered. For the destroyer has come on her, even on Bavel. Her mighty men are taken, their bows are broken in pieces. For the Lord is a God of retribution, he will surely repay. I will make drunk her princes and her wise men, her governors, her deputies, and her mighty men. They will sleep a perpetual sleep and not wake up, says the king, whose name is the Lord of hosts. This is what the Lord of hosts says. The wide walls of Bavel will be utterly overthrown. Her high gates will be burned with fire. The peoples will labor for vanity and the nations for the fire, and they will be weary. The word which Yeremiah the prophet commanded Sariah, the son of Neriah, the son of Maaseah, when he went with Zidkiyahu, the king of Yehuda, to Babel in the fourth year of his reign. Now Sariah was chief quartermaster, so Yeremiah wrote in a book all the evil that should come on Babel. All these words that are written concerning Bavel. And Yeremiah said to Sraya, When you come to Bavel, 
then see that you read all these words and say, Lord, you have spoken concerning this place to cut it off, that no one will dwell in it, neither man nor animal, but that it will be desolate forever. It will be, when you have finished reading this book, that you shall bind a stone to it and cast it into the middle of the Euphrates. Then you shall say, Thus will Bavel sink, and will not rise again because of the evil that I will bring on her, and they will be weary. Thus far are the words of Yirmiyahu. That was Jeremiah 51, quite a long chapter. And now we will read our portion from the writings, and today it is Ezra 10. Now, while Ezra prayed and made confession, weeping and casting himself down before the house of God, a very large assembly of men, women, and children gathered to him from Israel, for the people wept bitterly, and Shekaniah, the son of Yechiel, one of the sons of Elam, answered and said to Ezra, We have trespassed against our God and have married foreign women of the peoples of the land. Yet now there is hope for Israel concerning this thing. Now therefore, let us make a covenant with our God to put away all the wives and those who are born of them, according to the counsel of my Lord, and of those who tremble at the commandment of our God. Let it be done according to the Torah. Arise, for the matter belongs to you, and we are with you. Be courageous and do it. Then Ezra arose and made the chiefs of the Kohanim, the Levites, and all Israel to swear that they would do according to this word. So they swore. Then Ezra rose up from before the house of God and went into the room of Yohanan, the son of Eliashiv. When he came there, he ate no bread nor drank water, for he mourned because of their trespass of the captivity. He made a proclamation throughout Yehudah and Yerushalayim to all the children of the captivity that they should, should assemble at Yerushalayim. And whoever did not come within three days, according to the counsel of the princes and the elders, all his possessions should be forfeited and himself separated from the assembly of the captivity. Then all the men of Yehudah and Binyamin gathered themselves together to Yerushalayim within the three days. It was the ninth month on the twentieth day of the month, and all the people sat in the wide place in front of the house of God, trembling because of this matter and because of the great rain. Ezra the Kohen stood up and said to them, You have transgressed and have married foreign women to increase the guilt of Israel. Now therefore, make confession to the Lord, the God of your fathers, and do his pleasure, and separate yourselves from the peoples of the land and from the foreign women. Then all the assembly answered with a loud voice, We must do as you have said concerning us. But the people are many, and it is a time of much rain, and we are not able to stand outside. 
This is not a work of one day or two, for we have greatly transgressed in this matter. Now let our princes be appointed for all the assembly, and let all those who are in our cities who have married foreign women come at appointed times, and with them the elders of every city and its judges, until the fierce wrath of our God is turned from us, until this matter is resolved. Only Jonathan the son of Asael and Yazeah the son of Tikva stood up against this, and Meshulam and Shavtai the Levite helped them. And the children of the captivity did so, Ezra the Kohen, with certain heads of the fathers' households, and their fathers' houses, and all of them by their names were set apart, and they sat down on the first day of the tenth month to examine the matter. They finished with all the men who had married foreign women by the first day of the first month. Among the sons of the Kohanim there were found, who had married foreign women, of the sons of Yeshua, the son of Yotzadak and his brothers, Maaseah, and Eliezer, and Yariv, and Gedalia. They gave their hand that they would put away their wives, and being guilty, they offered a ram of the flock for their guilt. Of the sons of Emel, Hanani, and Tzvadia, of the sons of Harim, Maaseah, and Eliah, and Shmaiah, and Yechiel, and Uziah. Of the sons of Pashhu, Elioenai, Maaseah, Ishmael, Netanel, Yozavad, and Elasa. Of the Levites, Yozavad, and Shimi, and Klaya, also called Kelita, Petachia, Yehuda, and Eliezer. Of the singers, Eliashiv, of the gatekeepers, Shalom and Telem and Uri. Of Israel, of the sons of Parosh, Ramia and Izia and Malchia, and Miyamin and Elazar and Malchia and Benaya. Of the sons of Elam, Matanya, Zechariah and Yechiel, and Avdi and Yermot and Elia. Of the sons of Zatu, Elioenai, Eliashiv, Matanya, and Yermot, and Zavad, and Aziza. Of the sons of Bebai, Yehochanan, Hanania, Zavai, Atlai. Of the sons of Bani, Meshulam, Maluch, and Adaya, Yashuv, and Sheal, Yermot. Of the sons of Pachat Moav, Adna, and Chelal, Benaya, Maaseya, Matanya, Betzalel, and Binui, and Manashe. Of the sons of Harim, Eliezer, Ishia, Malchia, Shemaya, Shimon, Binyamin, Maluch, Shmaria. Of the sons of Hashum, Matenai, Matata, Zavad, Elifelet, Yermai, Manashe, Shimi. Of the sons of Bani, Maadai, Amram, and Uel, Benaya, Pedeya, Chelui, Vanya, Mermot, Eliashiv, Matanya, Matenai, and Yaasu, and Bani, and Binui, Shimi, and Shlemia, 
and Natan and Adaya, Machna Devai, Shashai, Sharai, Azarel, and Shlemia, Shemaria, Shalom, Amaria, Yosef. Of the sons of Nevo, Yeiel, Matitia, Zavad, Zvina, Ido, and Yoel, Benaya. All these had taken foreign wives, and some of them had wives by whom they had children. That was Ezra chapter 10, and it concludes the book of Ezra. For our final portion today, we're going to be reading from the Apostles, 2 Corinthians 12. It is indeed not profitable for me to boast, but I will come to visions and revelations of the Lord. I know a man in Messiah fourteen years ago, whether in the body I do not know or whether out of the body I do not know, God knows, such a one caught up into the third heaven, and I know such a man, whether in the body or outside of the body I do not know. God knows. He was caught up into paradise and heard inexpressible words, which a man is not allowed to speak. On behalf of such a one I will boast, but on my own behalf I will not boast except in my weaknesses. For if I would desire to boast, I will not be foolish, for I will speak the truth. But I refrain, so that no man may think more of me than that which he sees in me, or hears from me. And by reason of the exceeding greatness of the revelations, that I should not be exalted excessively, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to torment me, that I should not be exalted excessively." Concerning this thing, I begged the Lord three times that it might depart from me. And he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my weaknesses, that the power of Messiah may rest on me. Therefore, I take pleasure in weaknesses, in injuries, in necessities, in persecutions, and in distresses for Messiah's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. I have become foolish in boasting. You compelled me, for I ought to have been commended by you. For in nothing was I inferior to the most eminent emissaries, though I am nothing." Truly the signs of an emissary were worked among you in all perseverance, in signs and wonders, and mighty works. For what is there in which you were made inferior to the rest of the assemblies? Unless it is that I myself was not a burden to you, forgive me this wrong. Behold, this is the third time I am ready to come to you, and I will not be a burden to you. For I seek not your possessions, but you, for the children ought not to save up for the parents, but the parents for the children. And I will most gladly spend and be spent for your souls. If I love you more abundantly, am I loved less? Even so, I myself did not burden you. Nevertheless, being crafty, I caught you with deception." 
Did I take advantage of you by any one of those whom I have sent to you? I urged Titus, and I sent the brother with him. Did Titus take any advantage of you? Did we not walk in the same spirit? Did we not walk in the same steps? Again, do you think that we are excusing ourselves to you? In the sight of God we speak in Messiah, but all things, beloved, are for your edifying. For I am afraid that by any means when I come, I might find you not the way I want to, and that I might be found by you as you do not desire, that by any means there would be strife, jealousy, wrath, factions, slander, whisperings, proud thoughts, or riots, that again when I come, my God would humble me before you, and I would mourn for many of those who have sinned before now, and not repented of the uncleanness, sexual immorality, and lustfulness which they committed. That was Second Corinthians 12, and it concludes our readings for today. Again, I want to encourage you, and I pray that this Word of God would go deep into your hearts and bear much fruit in your life. I also want to thank you again for praying for our son, for Oz, and um, please continue to pray. His healing needs to be complete. Um, if you have any reason you want to contact us, you can find us online at dailybreadmoms.com or you can email us directly to dailybreadmoms at gmail.com. And remember that we are receiving some of you here for Hanukkah this year. We're so excited to get to meet some of you. And if you're interested in coming to see this beautiful land with us, we would love to have you. So check out our website, dailybreadmoms.com and uh, forward slash Israel trip if you're interested in that. All right, that's it for today. Be blessed. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel until next time.